Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gordon Bird here with Beyond the News, the American Academy of Pediatrics releasing new guidelines for treating childhood obesity. These are the first new guidelines in about 15 years, and it's a response to data from the CDC. Of course, nearly 15 million children and teenagers in the U.S. affected by obesity, and that's a concern for physical health and also their mental health as well. And uh, those new guidelines are emphasizing the need to basically uh, act early. We're going to find out what that means by asking a pediatrician about it and about how parents should respond. Dr. Raquel Hernandez is medical director of the Healthy Weight Initiative at Johns Hopkins All Children's Hospital in St. Petersburg. She has developed and grown uh, evidence-based approaches promoting healthy lifestyles to a target and uh, and hopefully do something about the current pediatric obesity epidemic. She is uh, one of a relatively small number of pediatricians who are certified in obesity medicine nationally and regionally, and she's led this uh, effort since uh, 2012 at Johns Hopkins Old Children's Hospital. Dr. Hernandez, welcome. Thank you, Gordon. It's great to be with you today. Well, what's the biggest uh, difference between this new guidance from the American Academy of Pediatrics and what has been the standard in the past? Yes, this is actually an incredibly welcome uh, set of guidelines, Gordon, because the shift that is happening and and that is necessary is, you know, about 15 years ago, we still were encouraging the um, frame of thinking that obesity was a personal decision, that, you know, it was really as simple as exercising more and eating less. And that thinking, you know, we've learned as both uh, researchers and clinicians has really perpetuated this epidemic and has made it, um, you know, as severe as it is today because obesity is a chronic disease and that is well understood. There are cellular changes, there are organ level changes, and and there's really no other chronic disease that we try to simplify in such basic recommendations. You know, so the analogy I tell parents is, you know, imagine treating a severe asthmatic by telling them to just calm down and breathe slower, you know, and that's what we've really done in, in the past 15 years. And so these guidelines very much recognize that there are one um, new ways to categorize the severity of obesity. You know, we used to think of it as just obese or non-obese. We now know that just like any other chronic illness, there's severity. So that's important language in these guidelines. Um, it also very much helps pediatricians recognize the treatment options that are available for, for children that include both lifestyle recommendations as well as medications and sometimes even surgery. Um, so really welcome change, I think, for those of it, us who have been doing this for the length of time that we have, where we sort of just kind of pull our hair you know, out when, when we hear pediatricians you know, trying to simplify you know, this very complicated condition. Well, of course, uh, a lot of people, a lot of parents and others will, the first thing that will come to mind for them is, uh, if there's uh, a problem and uh, with the child's weight, then... Uh, 
Get them out and exercise more. You know, play. Presumably physical activity is going to be very beneficial at their age. What are, I assume, uh, that this report is saying that there are some impediments to that uh, as, uh, that keep you and keep pediatricians from just saying, okay, get them outside and everything will be better. Right. Right. So, so it's, it's a, it's actually a very important point, Gordon. I'm going to answer it in two ways. So one is to be clear that the guidelines still very much encourage physical activity as part of a treatment plan for patients. The difference is that we are trying to dispel the myth that exercise alone can solve this problem. And what's fascinating is that the science has really pinpointed that among patients who have weight related issues, when you compare patients who do only exercise versus patients who do many other things, those, those patients with only exercise as their effort really do not succeed. What they do succeed with is actually improvements in mental health because exercise really does release endorphins. It, it helps promote that sense of feeling good. So for patients with low mood, it's a wonderful treatment. It also helps with cardiovascular health. So we know it helps with blood pressure. We know it helps with overall vascular function. So there's no doubt that exercise is necessary, but for parents, for example, that come to see me in clinic and they say, Dr. Hernandez, I don't get it. My, my son is like a little robot battery, you know, spinning around the room and I don't get why he's still having weight issues. And so I have to have these conversations that, that, you know, simplifying activity as the sole treatment really is not doing our patients a benefit. So if uh, you are uh, talking to a parent and uh, they hear about this and these new guidelines and they're dealing with their child's weight issues, what do you think they should take away from this? What do, how do you think they should uh, apply this in talking with their uh, pediatrician and uh, getting uh, support for their child? Yeah, I, mean, I think that this these guidelines really open many doors for for you know, parents who have had concerns and who just have, haven't felt sort of supported in voicing those concerns. You know, I, I have so many families who come in feeling a sense of shame and blame um, that this issue was their doing. And I think these guidelines hopefully allow families to know that um, this isn't their fault and that there are complicated and multi-level factors that put certain patients at risk. And part of the success and sort of the hope is that there's a curiosity now that that families feel you know more supported in voicing with their physicians and i think also for physicians to recognize that when families voice these concerns it should not be a conversation of again eat less and exercise more that there should be more of an assessment that there should be um, you know a more aggressive approach to potentially allowing these families to understand what their child's risks truly are um, and so I think that, you know, I, I very much look forward to this being kind of read by families because one of the things the guidelines very centrally points out is the concept of weight bias, where, you know, weight bias exists at all levels, even amongst families. So believe it or not, Gordon, sometimes when I even recommend to families or sort of say, you know, that there are medication options they'll even say to me, well, Dr. Hernandez, that's just the easy way out. I don't want to do that. You know, I, I want to you know, do this all myself. And that just gives you an idea as to the level of biases, that it's not just from providers unwilling to do this, but that families themselves still see this as an issue of, you know, decision or motivation. 
So I think this opens many new necessary conversations, if that makes sense. Dr. Raquel Hernandez, Medical Director of the Healthy Weight Initiative at Johns Hopkins All Children's Hospital, uh, helping us to look at the new guidelines on childhood obesity just issued by the American Academy of Pediatrics. Dr. Hernandez, thank you very much for joining us on Beyond the News. My pleasure, Gordon. Thank you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.